Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. So glad you joined me for home worship today. And today's a new day, and tomorrow's gonna get better. Amen? Amen. So let's put a praise on to our Lord and Savior today. Now today's a new day, and tomorrow's gonna get better. That means the future is here to stay. People are going to be able to work at home, online. They'll be able to go to school still online if that's what they prefer. Businesses are going to profit and families are going to get closer together. Amen? Amen. And so now, today, if you brought your Bibles, please turn to Revelation chapter 6. And before we start reading, a lay of foundation. In Matthew 24, 7, it says, For nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdom. And there will be famine and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Right? And you know that we have the COVID-19, the virus, and thank God we have a vaccine now. And there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to get better. Praise God. Right. But here it's telling us that, no, it's more pestilences are coming. It says plural. And famine. We have famine, but more is coming. And we've had wars, but war is coming. Because we're in that time, the beginning of sorrow, the labor pains before the great tribulation, brothers and sisters. And you and I, if you're saved today, are going to be taken up with that church, his virgin church, before the great tribulation, before the, the horrible, horrible wrath that is going to come upon this earth. But you and I, if you're saved today, praise God, we won't be here for that. But we are here for the labor pains. We are here for the initial sorrow that's happening now and is going to happen. And we're going to read about that. Reading from verse 6. And I heard a voice from the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius. And three quarts of barley for a denarius. And do not harm the oil and the wine. And when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. And so I looked and behold, a pale horse. And the name of him who sat on it was Death. And hell followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger and death, and by the beast of the earth. Now, if you were part of last week's sermon and Wednesday's Bible study, you found that the oil here is the Holy Spirit. 
So the people that are saved, that have the Holy Spirit, they are not to die during this time frame. They are to be protected. You and I, if you're saved today, have a, a guardian angel, praise God, that protects you from diseases and death and accidents. Right? And he will protect us. And the wine is the ones that commune with him during communion. Right? Yes. So be of good cheer. All right? These things are to come and you can't stop it. But you can prepare yourself, brothers and sisters, to be right with God and he will protect you. Now let's go on to the old text, Exodus. Chapter 8. We'll start reading from verse 20. And the Lord said to Moses, Rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh as he comes out to the water. And then say to him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. Or else... If you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants, on your people and into your houses. The house of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. And in that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there, in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. And I will make a difference between my people and your people. And tomorrow is this sign shall be, and the Lord did so. Thick swarms of flies came into the house of Pharaoh, into his servants' houses, and into all the land of Egypt. The land was corrupted because of the swarms of the flies. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to point out to you that we read that I will set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there. Do you understand? God Almighty is going to take wrath on this earth. He is not happy with the way the world is today. The immorality. You take San Francisco here in the United States, in the state of California. There's Gays and lesbians and transsexuals. Massive there. You go to Nevada, where they have a place called Las Vegas. There's gambling, but prostitution is rampant everywhere. You go to Amsterdam. Again, immorality. Look around yourself. Brazil. Rio. Once a year, they have a gay, lesbian, transsexual parade. In 2015, a transsexual was put on a cross, half naked, 
to represent the gays and lesbians being persecuted as if they were like Jesus, as if she, he is like Jesus. Can you imagine? What is God Almighty and Jesus looking down thinking about that? You think he's not going to take wrath on this world? Yes, he is. And if you're not right with God, you will be stricken with these plagues. Plagues, brothers and sisters. God is going to send flies in every house. They're going to be mosquitoes with, with plagues. And they're going to infect the people. You think God's arm is too short? Right? Australia brags that they didn't have very many or any COVID cases. Right? Because they stayed inside all the time. Well, you can stay inside all the time, but you can't stop God from infecting people that are not living for him. But you see here, he separates them. He will separate you and brother, brothers and sisters if you're saved today. Do not fear this when it happens. It is one time that you can gloat that you are a Christian as people are dying away from the sword, from war from famine, from starvation, or from the plagues that God is going to strike these people. But you will be preserved. Your life will be saved. You will be protected. And your family. Some people may have family members living with them that aren't living for Christ. But God loves the parents so much, He will spare their children. But if the whole family is living for Jesus, I assure you, the Almighty God will protect you during this time. Up to the time He takes the Virgin Church home to be with our Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. Because we are washed with the blood of Jesus and sealed for the day of redemption. And He has His guardian angel protecting us every day of our lives. And we just praise Him and we thank Him every day when you get up in the morning, get on your knees and thank the Lord for keeping evil from you that throughout the night. And then ask Him to protect you from evil throughout the day. It covers everything, rape, accidents, diseases, anything that happens on this earth. He will protect His people as He protected the Jews, the Israelites, but He stricken Egypt. You understand? So now, brothers and sisters, we always take the end of the service to partake in communion. Remember, the ones with the oil, with the Holy Spirit, they're protected. They do not die. They're not infected. And the ones that partake with the wine, with the blood of Jesus, are protected. And so if you're saved today, you love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, he wants you to partake in communion today. But brothers and sisters, if you have backslid, you know, how many times have you heard someone say, how could a loving God Send somebody to hell. Right? You've heard that. 
Well, brothers and sisters, reading from Psalms 22, 14, it's talking about Jesus' crucifixion. And this is after he's been whipped, severely spit on, mocked, slugged in the face. Can you imagine? Our Lord and Savior, scourged. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My tongue clings to my jaws. They pierced my hands and my feet. That's what they did to your Lord and my Lord, brothers and sisters. Now trade places with him just for a moment. You did all that, not for your transgressions, but for the world's. And you ask them, obey me, serve me, please God and do his will. And then they don't. Are you going to send him to hell? You bet you are. Yes, you are. Everybody wants something from God, but they don't want to do something for him. The word says there's two sons. It's a parable. And the father tells one to do something and he says he will, but he doesn't. And he tells the other one to do something. He says, no, but he does it. Do you understand? So brothers and sisters, if you have backslid today, if you're sitting here today and you have gone back sinning the way you did before you were saved, the word says, if you willfully sin after you've received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. You've got to change now. You've got to come back to the kingdom now. And as the prodigal son did and shows that the Lord himself ran to him before he got to him. He put a ring on him. He put a robe on him. And they had a celebration. And celebration in, in heaven Angels will be celebrating if you come back to the Lord today. So brothers and sisters, if this is you, please let me lead you in a prayer of repentance. And please bow your heads and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. We're ashamed of what we have done. Please forgive me for all my sins that I've done. Forgive me for all the sins I've done that I don't know what they are. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please help me to renew my mind completely, Father. Help me to make all the changes in my life to please you and do your will. Please completely renew this stony heart to a pure loving heart. 
Please fill me up with your Holy Spirit. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, for sending your son to die on the cross for my sins. Dear Jesus, Yeshua, thank you for dying and being obedient unto death for my sins. And your will always be done, Father. Pray this in the precious name of Jesus, Yeshua. Amen. Brothers and sisters, you, you heard me say Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. And we owe our Lord everything. We never can repay him or the Father. He knows you're going to make mistakes. And he forgives us and we ask him for forgiveness. Every night, ask him for forgiveness and he will forgive you. But better yourself in grace, better yourself. The Holy Spirit will help you better yourself and you will get better and better in serving the Lord and pleasing him and doing his will. Now, if, if you are here and you said that prayer, that oath to repent, to change for the Lord, he absolutely wants you to commune with him today and drink the blood and eat the bread that was broken for you and me. So we will play a song and during that song, I want you all to please go get a piece of bread and some wine and join me for communion after the song.
Sisters, whenever I hear that song, I have so much remorse for ever sinning against my Lord and Savior. And you need to have remorse when you ask for forgiveness. Without remorse, there's no forgiveness, brothers and sisters. It has to come within. You really need to feel, feel bad when you've sinned against your Lord. But feel happy that he died for you and he forgives you, brothers and sisters. Praise God. Praise Yeshua. Praise Jesus. Amen. Amen. And so at the Last Supper, after Jesus had blessed the food, he took the bread. And he said, this is my body. And he gave it to them. And he said, to eat this in remembrance of me, and we'll eat together. <clears throat> and then he took the wine, and likewise, he said, this is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. And we'll drink together. So brothers and sisters, Always remember to pray up every day and read up every day. And today is a new day and tomorrow's gonna get better, amen.